I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. Here it is. Oh, my gosh, this is Yaya. And wait a minute, a second. Here we go. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. I am still here. Daring to be different. This is Yaya Diamond, your host of Game Chasers Radio. You're look, listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Fort Florida, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Dream Chasers Network. Welcome again to the show. My gosh, you know, being on the air is a wonderful thing, and being a podcaster is just is, is beautiful. I mean, you have that opportunity to run your own little ship. And uh, that, is, that is nothing different of every podcast that's out there and every person that has a podcast. I know that they understand the difficulties and the challenges that, that come along with that. And I have a wonderful podcaster on the show today, Mr. Steve Titch on the line. Welcome to the show. Hello, Yaya. <laughs> hey, hey. So tell mm-hmm. us about your podcast. Hi, yes. Uh, we're, I'm based uh, in Sugarland, Texas, right near Houston. Um, I do a podcast with Bill Cox. Bill Cox really launched it. We do a Christian men's ministry podcast. We are uh, really a, a bunch of guys. Usually we have four, maybe five on the podcast. Um, we've never had less than two, uh, and we've been going about a year. We call it Man Up. We call it a spiritual oasis for men, and that's what it is. It's it's regular guys talking about their faith, and we uh, generally look at uh, week-to-week scripture. We follow, uh, in many cases, a book series uh, put out by Baptist Way Press called Connect 360, um, and that that series of studies is done in our Sunday school. Uh, we take what we do on Sunday and review it and kind of we're able to then for a few days cogitate about it and then do this Wednesday podcast. We do our podcast on Wednesdays, so we've had time to mm-hmm. digest the material, think about what we said. And we've, as I said, we've been doing it about a year. Uh, we just did our 54th podcast yesterday. Uh, we, uh, this, is, this is, again, Bill Cox's primarily, his project. He started it last year, and he's been running the Man Up Sunday School class. We call it Adult Bible Fellowship, but it's Sunday School, uh, for several years now, for at least four or five, uh, since before I joined uh, the church there. And uh, it's, it's great because it's, it's one of the best men's ministries I've been part of. And I'm not knocking any, but the, the churches I've been with in the past, the men's ministry was primarily service. Uh, if you needed the mm-hmm. uh, grass cut or if you needed something built, you'd, you'd, you'd do uh, that. You'd get the guys to do it, and which is great. It, it would, mm-hmm. And we love doing that sort of thing. But we never got a chance to really get together and talk about, um, well, not talk about the Bible, talk about our Christianity, talk about our faith journey. 
in in an, in a kind of in a space where it's just guys, just men. Um, so that's really what uh, what what's unique about it, and we we felt so strongly about it. We started doing the podcast, and it gets we get I think some of our podcasts have gotten as high as 200 downloads. That's a that's a good that's a good week. We've got some got some regular listeners though, and it's been really fun. Mhm. Wow, wow. You know, I mean, why did you start it though? I mean, what what made you start a podcast about men in particular about men of of the, of the scriptures, men uh holy men, uh spiritual men? Mhm. Um, I, I it was really I think Bill saw the need for it. I think he he really enjoyed uh leading the class. And he is a bit of a a showman. He is an actor. He's a writer. He's a filmmaker. He's a DJ. Uh, so he likes to be out there with material. And he more or less said, let's do this. We have a great time talking about this on Sundays. Why don't we try to do this on Wednesday? And we, we, we had a great core group of guys. And that's and it worked out great. And, and we all... Agreed. We we made the commitment. We're we're there mostly every week, and uh, every now and then somebody can't be there, but there's always somebody, uh, at least two people, as I said, to mm-hmm. to to talk. And we we've been pretty much running four every week for the last several weeks. Um, we've been doing a a study on six battles every man must win. It's based on a book by Bill Perkins. We just wrapped that up, and again, it really addressed uh, – these are spiritual battles, battles for identity, battles for uh, your family, for your spouse, for your personal holiness, uh, for fighting through, through emotional pain. Um, it's, it's things I think men rarely get to talk about with other men, and we hope it inspires them by doing it um, on a podcast, by then putting it out there. And maybe it inspires uh, listeners and men at other churches to form these types of groups um, to uh, to to deal with these problems at their at their level as well. Now, tell us a little bit about the background of of the podcast. And I, I understand that you guys got together. I understand all that, but you know there is a background. There is more of a story back there, and, and I really want to know. You know, the, the spirituality of it, it, it intrigues me, to say the least. I am very intrigued to find out you get five men or, or less, you know, depending on the time, and you get you guys all in one area. How does that mesh? How do you guys mesh together? Because I know you get five girls and you get five opinions. <laughs> oh, it, it's a, it, well, it's a good question. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting group because we don't all agree on everything. I guess the one common denominator, we're all Christians. Now, we're all from, from different areas. Bill's originally mm-hmm. from Michigan. I'm, I'm from New York and lived in Chicago for several years I've been, and, uh, before I moved down to Texas. We have, we have a, a, a couple of people who are from Texas or Louisiana who are from the area, from the region. And our backgrounds are diverse. I, I came out of a, a Catholic, white ethnic background. Um, Bill's from the Midwest. He's a, he, he, his family was, a, was pig farmers in Michigan. Um, we, uh, we have uh, 
um, some, I think we, we have a, a couple of lifelong Protestant and Southern Baptists on board. So we don't all come from the same background. In fact, we all, that's, that's one of the great things about it. We bring different experiences, different faith journeys uh, into the picture, uh, different cultures. Um, and we, but we start, I guess we start with, with being, uh, being Christian and kind of being, I'm not going to say we're perfect Christians, but by any means, we're, we're far from that. Um, we're not pastors. Uh, we're regular guys. But we've, we're, we're just trying to work out our salvation and um, do it with each other and but with hopes by at least trying to do this and trying to bring some authenticity to it, carry it outward as, as something of a ministry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Now, the, the whole purpose behind this, is to make sure that men have a say-so in other men's lives. Is that how that works? I mean, or the Christian man to another Christian man, or is it just the Christian man in general, like to understand the Christian man? It's all of those. Um, it's really, it's, it's about friendships on top of, of, of everything else. What, what I think, I, some, I, I think men need Generally, after we get married, uh, it's kind of our wives take over our social circle, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking that. It just just that tends to be so. And in a lot of churches, and in churches I've been, uh, the the Sunday schools are the the, the classes are attended by couples, uh, and mm-hmm. generally, um, and 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 I'll, it kind of it kind of spills over in a way because. The, the ministries that churches have, especially down here in the South, are very good towards families. Uh, they're not great. Daughter, they say they could improve when it comes to single people um, or 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 individuals. And so this this men's study is part of that. It gives it gives men. And I'm married. My wife goes to the same church I do. But it gives men mm-hmm. um, an opportunity to meet others, other men, and, and kind of be awesome, kind of not kind of sit with the other couples and kind of uh, damp down maybe their 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 expression or maybe defer a bit to to others or their wives. Bill's what Bill would say is he is he wa- he wants you to if you're if you're awesome to say you're awesome, if you're hurting to say you're hurting. Um, plus, we can do things. I can I can lead a lesson. Uh, I can lead a Sunday school lesson in different ways. I can talk about uh, poker. Uh, I did a I did one of our our classes, um, and I think it it ended up on a podcast somewhere early 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 in our 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 history is, and and talked a little about how how an how you can use your an approach to poker how that's similar to an approach to faith, um, and. Mm. and there, so, so I can't do that in a couple's class, <laughs> but I can do that in a men's class, and it, uh, there's a response there and, and a, 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 an appreciation. Mm. Mm. You know, I have to say that this is, this is a big thing because not a lot of men are transparent. So when you're on the show, what, I mean, what is one of the main focuses that you guys try to, to focus on, if there is any, or is it just a broad broad area oh well we 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 have we have topic as i said let's say 
let's say we we're, when we're doing a, a, a series of Bible studies, we, we just before we did six battles, we studied um, uh, we did we did a study of the Acts of the Apostle, the Acts, um, and um, that was and and again the 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 book we used was was published by Baptist Way Press. It was called Going Viral: The Birth and Advance of the Church. And that was a, a lot of churches are using that. Um, and so we'll take a chapter, a chapter on that might, uh, say, cover the the conversion of Paul, the Damascus Road experience. And uh, we'll we'll begin by looking at the lesson, lo- looking at, at what happened. And then then we just take it from there. So we might we might end up talking about our own if we've had Damascus Road experiences, we had something like that. If we had a sudden revelation, uh, I I never did. I didn't come to the Lord that way. Uh, but uh, or you know other parts of the story, the 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 Ananias who who was kind of the man had to be in the right place at the right time to take in Paul. Um, were you know were was there a time in our lives where we were in Ananias? Um, and and then we go. We go into kind of where where our experience might gel with the lesson and where that takes us. Um, we do we've done some other lessons uh, on service, uh, so we would um, uh, one one thing we we did is that uh, you know there's service can be you know small things can be really small things. I mean there's there's of course the you know the Bible says there's no greater love does a man have who who gives his life for his brother. But there's also smaller ways of service. You know, you don't have to do the big thing all the time. You, you, it could mean just getting somebody a cup of coffee, responding to a, an immediate need without any sort of judgment. And so we talk about those things, and we talk about our experience with that and, and what maybe sometimes are the obstacles to doing that, um, where, where our prejudices might come in, where our fears might come in. So, and, and, and we, that's, and we go around and we, we, we get about an hour's worth of discussion about it. Mm. I love it because again, you know, you, you said it's, it's, it's focused. You have a, a title for the show. You have a purpose for each show and each show gives you something different. Now mm-hmm. what, and, and all the shows that you've been on, all the, all the things that you've been mm-hmm. a part of in the journey, you know, of mm-hmm. man up. What has been the the most one that has just touched you the most that, that you can remember off the top of your head? Um, let me see. Well, 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 there there were a, a few. I uh, my note here. I think um, one of the one of the things we we did were was. Um, Was that was that call? I'm going to jump in and say was that call to service? I kind of alluded it uh, a bit before, where uh, service can be about uh, meeting someone's immediate need, even if it's small, uh, and that just helps for the moment, without making judgments. Uh, being being the guy who either provides a cup of coffee or, or a meal or a bottle of water. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking more that that's kind of more for a, a poverty or economic situation, but there's also emotional situations being just, just being there to, to keep someone company, 
to uh, to be there for someone, to listen to, uh, which in itself, it's in, in this busy world. Sometimes that just goes by. You're not you're not there. You're not you're not you're not tuned to listen to people anymore. You're you're mm-hmm. uh, it actually takes some effort, and you got to remember that. So. Those, that was that was one that I, I particularly remembered. Uh, we 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 did a study of Genesis, um, and going going through that, uh, one of the overarching aspects of it is, and we, we kept bumping into is the the fact that um, God renews that that even as far back as you get to the Great Flood, there's judgment, but there is renewal. There's there's always um, there's Always a, 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 a there's always that holdout that God will offer relationship, uh, which which He does to Noah, and that continues thematically throughout the Bible. But we can we can see those at the very beginning of the Bible in the Old Testament. Um, those we're, we're, whenever we get a chance to talk about relationship, I think are, are my favorite ones because I think uh, above all. If I think outside, a lot of people tend to see Christianity as judgmental, um, as rules-based, and really, if you look closely at the Gospels and you read them, and uh, you 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 even and 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 throughout the Bible, you see God is God is always reaching out for relationship. God wants relationship more than anything. It's a, it's the prodigal son. The prodigal son takes his father's birthright he takes his money goes out squanders it but when he comes back uh the father runs out of the house to meet him he doesn't care what the son did he's not there to yell at him or admonish him he's there to forgive him and welcome him back and have a party have a big celebration Mm -hmm. it's it's not as if he's coming out the young man expects he's going to have to go work in the pigs um, which, which for which in first century um, Judea was 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 a dirty job, and he was expecting that's what I deserve. Instead, they have mm-hmm. a big celebration simply because he comes back, and I think that you find throughout uh, the Bible this the, this reaching out for relationship, um, and it's it's really the heart I think to me of of of, of why why you know why salvation is there, uh, why it's been offered. Because it's it, it, it at least God wants that relationship with each of us. Mhm. Mhm. You're right. Wow. Wow. Now, what exactly is it that you want to get out of the podcast? What is it that you want to get out of the podcast? As far as uh, people getting it, people coming and and just you know being transparent and and sharing. I, I enjoy it. I, I get an immense amount of satisfaction from it, uh, from just being able to share with, and but just being in this group. I, I always liked being part of the Man Up Bible study. Uh, this to me is exactly what we say it is. It's an oasis. I, I'm out there. I, I work at home, so I'm out there figuratively. I'm out in the world uh, each week. Um, uh, doing my job, uh, taking care of family stuff, uh, taking care of other, you know, every, you know, all the things that ha- get get priority. Uh, this this is a refreshment. It it is it is a um, 
it's a chance to, as I, I guess the better, best word is refresh my spirit uh, with these mm-hmm. guys. And, um, and it's a chance to be myself. It's a chance to uh, talk freely. It's a chance, yes, as Bill would say, it's a chance to be awesome. Uh, it's, and it's a, it's a chance to just kind of get away with a group of guys who are, um, who are fun to be with. Uh, who take their faith seriously, uh, who see them all see themselves as wounded healers. And um, there's, there's an immense um, camaraderie and satisfaction to being part of that. And mm-hmm. I, now I, 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 you know, I'm part of the podcast. People tell me that, that in the podcast that is reflected among us, that we, we that there's chemistry in the group that uh, there's an authenticity. Um, that, that is what I am told. It's hard being part of it to kind of look back and, and, and judge it or see what others see. Uh, but that's, I, I, I do, I, I enjoy it. It renews me. It refreshes me. Uh, it reminds me again how important uh, my walk with the Lord is. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. And that's a wonderful thing. And that's a wonderful thing. So, okay, so how can people get in contact with you? How can they listen to the podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are we are on iTunes and South SoundCloud. On iTunes, we're Man Up. You can probably search Man Up Bill Cox or Man Up Spiritual. You will find us. There's a lot of Man Up titles, a popular title, but Man Up uh, Spiritual will get you to our podcast, and it will say Spiritual Oasis for Men. We have a picture there. It's it's four guys, four or five guys with sunglasses. Um, and um, we're also on SoundCloud. Uh, probably mm-hmm. the, uh, the same, same search will get you there. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, Man-Up. Again, Man-Up uh, Sugarland Baptist probably will get you there, or, or Bill Cox uh, will get you there. And um, I think and we're also on Twitter at, at ManUp. And um, – so that, those are some ways we certainly invite uh, invite anybody to listen to the podcast to leave questions on the page. We have an open door policy. If you've got listeners, I, you're 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 primarily in New York, but if you've got any listeners on on internet radio down in in uh, the Houston area, feel free to come by. We we do the podcast every Wednesday night at seven at Sugarland Baptist. Uh, we we welcome visitors, whether you want to participate or or watch and ask questions. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, um, for bringing your podcast to my podcast. It's um, amazing. I love it when when that happens because, you know, we can support each other. But most of all, I like to listen to podcasts, too. So, you know, being a podcaster does not exclude exclude me from a listener. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners today uh, with Um, inspiration? Other than well, well, first of all, thank you for the time and for 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 having me as a guest. Uh, if you have, um, if 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 you've got listeners who are Christian or are looking, um, certainly don't be afraid to stop by a church. Uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, I I am I won't be if it's me. I won't be offended if it's an earnest seeker or earnest questioner has questions. Um, 
and uh, if if you are if if you're if any of your listeners are already are Christians and attending a church and men and looking for something to do, starting a men's ministry is not that difficult. Just um, ask your pastor about it, and he'll probably be more than happy to help. <laughs> Awesome. Yes, definitely. I, I agree with you and agree with you on that. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. You guys, you have to tune in to Man Up. I did put the uh, description in the box as well as a link to the SoundCloud so that you can go ahead and go there. Thank you again so much, Steve, for your time, for your uh, camaraderie with, with the other gentlemen that are in, in the podcast, and continue success. Thank you. All right, until next time, you, you you know what? Keep in touch. Let us know what's going on. Sure. All right, then. Okay. All right, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing, amazing. You know what I love about that? That you got guys that get together as Christians, and they get together and they guide you. They they, they give you uh, insight on different things, and I was I was on the Man Up podcast earlier. Let me go back real quick. And I wanted to say that I really liked it. I really did. I'm going to go back here for a second because I want to I want to say I'm on their SoundCloud. And it says Man, Man Up Podcast 53, fight for a strong faith and win. You know, we have to fight for a strong faith. We have to fight because there's so many distractions out there. And I, I – I do encourage all the listeners that are Christian that want to listen to the podcast, please go ahead, copy the link and paste it into your browser and go ahead and press enter. You're not going to be disappointed. Um, These gentlemen have put this together, and I love it, in Sugarland, Texas, USA. It's going to be um, recorded at the Adult Bible Fellowship, Sugarland Baptist Church. So if you're looking for a church to go to in Sugarland, that's the one. Go ahead and put them in your Google and and do what you got to do and follow them and listen to their podcast. I'm telling you, I mean, you don't find if you know, women, we complain so much. Oh, there's no God fearing men out there, you know, and men are, men are users. These men aren't. And they're, and they're giving other men the advice that they need not to be. So maybe we need to be proactive and send them over to this podcast. <laughs> so definitely go ahead. It's Man Up Podcast. Uh, and it's the one is Man Up Podcast 53, Fight for a Strong Faith and Win. And uh, wow, I love it. Absolutely love it. And you know what? We have, again, I, I'm biased. We have the best guests on our podcast when it comes to just different people coming on and telling you what they're doing with their lives, what they're doing with their time, what, what they're, and how they're going after their goals and how they're not allowing themselves to be their own uh, uh, trip. You know, like you trip over your own two feet, which I do a lot. Um, <laughs> but we have to continue doing the things that we love to do. And this is wonderful. This is wonderful. And uh, I definitely love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do. I really love it. And so go ahead again and, and uh, shoot on over to soundcloud.com user one three three five five zero zero six eight. That's one three three five five zero zero six eight. And that's going to be on SoundCloud. And uh, we're going to be listening for our next, and uh, until then, we're going to go ahead and have a little bit of music. And I totally, totally get transcendence 
is is a song that I'm just definitely looking into playing tonight. So I'm looking for it because I love that song, Transcendence. And we had had the author of that song on this program. I'm going to go ahead and just search for it. I have a lot of a lot of music. Here is Trevin with Transcendence. with Transcendence. We're going to go ahead and go with our next guest. I want to say welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do for me. We're Polygon Peach. We consist of uh, three members. We play uh, honest, heartfelt music from the soul. We, uh, awesome, awesome. Wow. Yeah. So tell, me how you guys, tell me how you guys got started. Well, we met really uh, organically. It was through friendship to begin with. Um, two of us grew up going to church together, playing in the worship band. And mm-hmm. from that, we 
we'd uh we'd have jam sessions, you know, on the weekends and do this and that. And uh that continued out through high school where one of us met the bassist through hockey. They were buddies and they they continued their friendship after high school and uh they you know, they kicked it off and before you know it, we got a house together and just started honing in on music, which is the reason why we got the house together. And so we've been able to just play together frequently since we've been in this house for a handful of years now. So that's how we got started, I'd say. Wow, I love it. I love it. So, all right. Yeah. You guys kind of organically meshed, if I would say it in a, in a good way. Um, Definitely. So, I mean, <laughs> tell me. Tell me about the music. Well, yeah. The music is just, it's really, uh comes down to a lot of our influences. Like, we're really into a lot of rock and stuff. Like, a lot of just fully expressional stuff. Just straight from the soul. Like, oh, jazz. Yeah, I mean, our music's probably more uh, alternative rock, kind of. Kind of. Mix the guitars in there with some synthesizers. Yeah, we like to bridge the gaps on genres too. Like, we're not too into the whole genre thing to begin with, but that's where we like most everything. Like, we can take an influence and appreciate this and that about a lot of different styles from a lot of countries too. So, well, and tell, tell me about the name. I have to know about the name. Okay, you gotta tell me about why Polygon Peach. Polygon Peach, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, the name, you know, we've been a band for a while, and uh, we were just sitting on, okay, what's our name? What's our name? And we stayed up about three nights till about 11 in the afternoon in a row to try to come up with a name. Because we came to the time where we finally needed a name. So about that time, uh, Finally, we had a list of names none of us could agree on, could agree on, about 10.30 on the third morning. What is it? Uh, guitarist just random about three names in a row, and one was Polygon Peach, and we all turned and looked, and we're like, it's the first name we agreed upon, and we really liked it. It's kind of come to mean a couple of different things to us over the time. Okay. That, just, that name is just intriguing. I mean, it's like, okay, Peach. For guys, <laughs> sorry, but um, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Oh, for us, yeah, kind of come to mean like, like the uh, the inorganic world being my like the polygon mixing with the organic world of the peach, and then also the all uh, all the different sides of our lives and between us that we pour into the music, into the sound, and the fusing this together and taking those outer elements and bringing it to our inner beings into the sound. Um, that's kind of like that, and the peach is kind of like the final product, which we finish out through all that work and all those different dilemmas we go through and emotions of the hard sides and the easy sides. So that's kind of the peach is more of the full picture on that. Mm-hmm. And tell me about your song. Tell me about, okay, tell me about Tossing and Turning, and then tell me about um, the Blue Palace. These are a couple of songs that are on your website now. Yep, yep. Yeah, well. Yeah, those are a couple projects we're in the midst of, and real excited about them. We've been honing in on the Blue Palace, which is our upcoming 
release your uh, first full-length album that we're uh, we'll be dropping, and it's yeah, we've been working on it for a long time. We've been working on it for about a year, a year and going on a year and a half now. It's really recording the pseudo single tracks and live tracking. It's been a we've really been trying to hone in our songs, experiencing new. Uh, we got new instruments in our studio, and Thompson Turn is kind of a song uh, that came about about we record, we recorded about three different times. So it came out through a jam session, and then uh, we went in and single tracked it again. And Dan came in with a one day he came home and was inspired with a new drum track, and he came in and threw it down and changed the whole dilemma of the song. So we. Went and re-recorded again. That's kind of the final piece you got on there. That's how it kind of came about. So it's kind of a crazy little atmosphere with that one. And we decided to cut, promote it through our new music video to get the new album out there, which we have about. Actually, the new album probably going to consist of about 18 songs, and we're probably at about. We're a little hard to make the cuts. We're at about 30 right now. So. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now it's a lot of songs. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, um, what about touring? Well, that's coming up later in the year. So right now our manager's working on tour, setting up a tour for us to go out west. She's thinking about our first date's going to be in about September, maybe late August. Mm-hmm. We're going to go, as far as we know right now, we're going to be going in Vegas to California, and then she's going to try to book us back to Texas. Okay. All right. Well, in the background, I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, I'm playing some um, of your blue pa- palace. Hold on a second. There it is. Well, I'm listening to it. I, I think it's really interesting. Tell me the concept behind your U.S. tour for your debut album, The Blue Palace. Well, yeah. It's like it started about just because, you know, our goal is to just uh, be a global band. We want to hit country to country. And so it just requires us to bridge out of our uh, our local scene and really mm-hmm. not let the uh, – Echo Chamber, get out of the echo chamber of our local city here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, where we're from. So as much as we have a great scene, I think we're really set on just reaching people all over the country and the globe for that matter too. So mm-hmm. that's the big goal now, for us. Let me ask you a question. What has been the biggest challenge that you guys have faced so far though? I'd say like – I say the biggest challenge for me is being in a band it it can be uh and we also live with each other in a house so it can be yes. a lot to just uh just have patience with each other and just really mm-hmm. uh and just you know understand that the, let the small stuff be small stuff and don't get too tied up in anything and and just keep moving forward as a group and keep the keep the goals and, you know, just keep the positive thoughts on blast, really, because it's easy to let the little stuff 
you know, get get out of proportion. So I'd say that's a big big challenge that I that I'd say is kind of unexpected as I thought going into this. But yeah, right. Well, I mean, for me, what you guys have done is you put together something so unique because you know being in a band is one thing. Being a band and living together is another. <laughs> have you That's guys exactly ever had those, Have you guys ever had those fights where you're like, man, forget it, I'm out. Oh, you nailed it on the head. Like we definitely <laughs> do. And don't know that. Well, every once in a while, you know, someone like certain emotions get to fight. Usually, we don't get to the point of saying, oh, I'm out. But it's usually. Oh, I'm gonna go up. I'm out. I'm going upstairs for the night. Gotta get out of the studio. Get some fresh air. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. You know, things tend to arise, and but I think the morning after, you know what? We always tend to come back and just uh, more of just you know learning, learning the different varieties of each of our own personalities that can come in. You know, at certain times. The whole point of moving in was for for the uh, the album to be able to make music together frequently and consistently devising the studio and always being able to make it and use it throughout the house. The majority of the time, it's always good. There's rare times where, you know, maybe people are working a lot or something comes up with friction that's usually over nothing that's very small. Yeah, it's that next morning where it's just learning, oh, you know, we know each other better now and you get to know each other better. You can usually, we're better at handling situations than maybe we were younger. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it also comes to that point of just being uh, so close to each other. Like, I feel like we're, you know, we live together. We wake up, cook breakfast for each other. You know, we're really close as a band, and that has its positives in it just as well as its things that can be uh, a little more difficult than you think. But I think that's what almost makes us special, too, as a group, is just mm-hmm. learning to learning to live with each other and, and also, we all have our other sides to us where we can get our expression in. And Mo likes, likes to write poetry on the side, and Brandon paints. We all are, have our own individual uh, other expressions that we like to do early on in the day, which help loosen up the tension and uh, help us to come come together on the on the music later. Now, I, I mean, you know, I, I see it like like you guys have something really special if you can hold it together what would be your future goals our future goals to be the biggest yeah. band in the world I would say quite honestly mm. to be as big of a band as we can possibly be I mean that is definitely what the goal of most bands I think is and that's definitely what we're trying to achieve here is just to reach as many people as we can with our music and to uh, spread the love of the music for sure. And personally, within the group, personal goals, you know, in, in like say five years, besides the music, where would you want to be? You know, if you, if you could, what I'm trying to get at is if you could tell somebody what's important we know is the music. We know the music is important. But as far as a person growing inside of a music industry, inside of the music, where do you want to be with yourself in five years? I'd say 
five years is hard for us to kind of judge where we'd like to be, but I'd say as an overall goal, you know, a year from now or, and just as a life goal, a big thing for us personally is uh, just impacting people, influencing people in a positive way is really mm-hmm. something that's, that's a big goal for us is just to uh, have a positive influence on the people we encounter and the people we have the opportunity to, to play for and, and just work with. So that's a major goal is to just, you know, the most people we can impact and in a positive manner is the better. Right. And what, what would you, what would you say to that person that's starting out, you know, uh, they want to do, they want to do it. They're getting ready to get started. What would be your, your, your biggest advice for them? Um, Well, I'd say really make sure you really, you know, Feel inside yourself that you took the, the full time, full progression to get your music ready to get out there. Um, be confident, self confident to an extent with the music to where you're open with yourself when it comes to your sounds. You know, you're open to pour your heart into it. You're you're getting ready. You want feel some people they maybe rush things too much, too fast. So really uh, take that second look at your sounds and really make sure that that's the piece you really want to present to people that you want to be. Because once it's out there, it's out there that you want people for, as the years and years go by, who may find it, you know, what, how they're going to feel that you feel, you know, that music's good to go for time now. Right, and I'd say mm-hmm. along with those lines goes, uh, take the time and also don't expect it to happen overnight mm-hmm. because I think, I think it takes a lot of time for things to come to come to fruition, and uh, it can be easily in today's day where you've got Instagramification with uh, social media. You get the likes, and you think that's all it's about, but true success like doesn't come overnight, and it it takes takes some time. And I think just taking that time and letting things grow is is really important. Mhm. Mhm. You just totally hold on. Right. And with your passion and don't, don't let anybody or, or even yourself like get discouraged or easily sway your, sway your, uh, your dream. Mm-hmm. I'd say, right. Hmm. That's, that, that's good advice. That's very good advice. I want to thank you guys for being on the show, man. Polygon Peach. I like that name though. I like that. Hey, I thank you, Yaya. That's a good one. I'm sorry. Cool. Hey, we're glad thank you, you like it. Thank you for I do. I do. I think it's very unique. Very unique. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Glad you well, enjoyed you guys, the tune, too. Back on the show. Yeah, sorry. thanks for taking the time to talk with us. And... No problem. No problem. Yo, come back on the show with more music, all right? Uh, we'll do. We'll do. Sounds great. Hey, our album will be uh, releasing th- later this summer, so we're excited for it to get out there. Awesome! Well, I can't wait to hear either. You guys send it to me. I gotta hear it. We'll do. We'll do. We're gonna have to. Yeah. Hey, good talking to you. Yep. You too. Call it on Peach. Keep keep us on your radar. I will. All right. Awesome. Bye. Great. Talk to you later. Polygon Peach, guys. Polygon Peach. You know, it's all, it's, you know what, sometimes it's just about the name. Get that name right. 
you know, put some time into to picking out what you want to say, what you want to represent. Polygon Peach, my goodness. Polygon Peach. Wow. And you know what? It's so funny. Nobody else has that name. I've checked on the Internet. There's nobody else with that name but them, which is great, which is great, which means that whenever you start typing in Polygon and then you put in Peach, it's there. It's like the first one that comes up. And so we all, we have to be creative. These guys are creative, even though they live together, and they're probably going at each other's throats sometimes. You know, it's it's amazing that they can do the music that they do and still be friends. And that's what it's all about, right? Moving forward with each other, being with the people that you love, and, and hanging around with the people that, like, have the same, you know, the same ideas and the same goals as you. It's a wonderful thing. And we're going to go ahead and, and break up a bit and wait for our next caller. And here's Trevin again with Euphoria. Euphoria.
had a rap song that played all day long that got stuck in his brain. His mom had to move to the city. It wasn't always this way. His mom had two jobs. He would skip school, be hanging in the street all day. Craig and uh, I'm a solo artist 
um, a producer also, singer-songwriter producer, and uh, I've got some new music out there coming at you. Awesome, awesome. All right, so tell us how you got started because, I mean, it's like, all right, everybody has a story. And I really, really, I think everybody wants to hear yours as well. Well, um, how I got started uh, in the music period was uh, I was born into a musical family. And mm. uh, my father was a singer. He was a, he was a preacher, but he, he was actually a singer and all of that even before he uh, became a minister. So, mm. uh, and, uh, and he had all of his brothers and sisters, they, they all either preached or sang, all of his uncles and aunts, they either preached or sang, and they had uh, groups everywhere. So I grew up mm. around music. Uh, as a kid I started singing when I was about six years old And uh, For a, a, a period of time I didn't sing but I played I started playing guitar when I was like ten And uh, I, I, I'm originally from the south From North Carolina But I grew up in New York And uh, when I grew up When I was growing up in New York I listened to everyone uh, I mean you name it, rock, uh, jazz, R&B, blues. And then I played all of those uh, genres of music as a young uh, man. So uh, that's kind of the beginning of J. Craig mm-hmm. right there in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Growing up in a musical family, how was that? Did you have a childhood? Did you not have a childhood? Was it different than all, than you think that everyone else? I mean, how was it for you? Well, my family is is extreme was is I should say extremely religious. So uh, that was the most challenging part part of growing up in the musical family. You know, the the the, uh, the music was centered around the uh, church so uh the church being the the focal point uh no one was really trying to establish a singing career uh at that point my uh my dad when he was younger he had uh him and his cousins and uncles they had a group and uh they could have gone pretty far but uh, they decided that it was kind of going to it was going to be a conflict uh, between that and the religion. So uh, my dad chose, you know, his his uh, religious affiliation over uh, pursuing a musical career. Mm-hmm. Now, being that you saw this all the time, do you think that this would be this is the most influence that you had? to go ahead and become a musician, to become a writer, or was it just something that you think happened because of the music that you heard? Uh, I was always trying to create music, even as a kid. I remember me and my cousins used to be outside around the swing uh, making up songs. We make (laughs) up songs about anything. And uh, so the creative part of it came pretty early, 
even though I had no idea that I would actually ever pursue it beyond that point. So, uh, and then when I actually started to put pen to paper and write down my ideas, I think my first songs, I was probably about uh, 14 or 15 years old. Mm. And from then, it just kind of blossomed. Tell me, have there been any moments in your career that you wanted to stop because of fear? You say because of fear? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Uh, I've never really had what I would, what I would, uh, uh, say was fear. If anything, it was, uh, just, uh, I was always challenged with some kind of a, uh, an obstacle, so to speak. Uh, it seemed like, you know, if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't one thing, it was always something else. So uh, it's been a challenge for me, and at one point, I mean, I was even derailed completely from my musical plan. See, because I left New York when I was like 17 years old, and I went to L.A., but I didn't Mm -hmm. know nothing about the business. You know, so I was just kind of out there trying to... uh, get something established but mm-hmm. it uh it was a you know i mean it was i was a young i was a kid and i was up against these uh you know the, the corporate world which i had no no idea about i was i was pretty much lost but mm-hmm. uh, i learned a lot i met a lot of people and uh, uh i left la but I decided that, uh, you know, one day that I was going to, uh, you know, give it my all. And, you know, I'll be honest, I, you know, I had no idea that Jay Craig was even going to be talking to you right now. But uh, mm. I had some encouragement a few years ago to uh, go ahead and put my stuff on wax. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm here talking to you right now. Wow, wow. Now, has there been any moment in your career that has been very difficult for you? Uh, Would you say that, please, again? Yeah, has there been a moment in your career that has been very difficult for you? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Well, I I got married. I had a family. And um, when we were, when I was a newlywed, uh, I had to move around a little bit, and uh, it took me a while to get myself established. And uh, in the meantime, I was building a studio, and uh, it was a trial and error for me. I worked with uh, a couple of aspiring artists along the way and uh, didn't know if that was what I really should have been doing with my with my career focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even worked as an engineer for 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 uh, for 23 years. So, you know, I've been in and out of the music my whole life, but not mm-hmm. completely committed to the music uh, 
like I intended at one time. Mm-hmm. What changed? Uh, I think my life, my lifestyle changed. My um, my responsibility changed. So that freed up everything. That that also gave me a different and a brand new focus. So, uh, and, I, and, and when I say that, I'm saying that you know I, I have I had I didn't have the freedom to focus on a career like I do right now. Even though I'm a seasoned artist, so a lot has changed. So I, I have new challenges now, but mm. my talent never went anywhere. Right. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's a, you know what I find it very inspiring that you're doing what you're doing, even despite your challenges that you've had. And every I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that have different challenges in, in their career. It just you know, it doesn't really matter what kind of career it is, but everybody's had them. Um, what has been the one solid thing that's been there the entire time to, to kind of keep you in line with where you want to go? I've never lost the desire to to be uh, amongst my peers because I've always aspired to be in the in the family with mm-hmm. with the with the with the with the greats. I've always aspired to be with them. So uh, I feel like that not just for the the popularity, not for the fame, not necessarily even for the fortune. It's just that mm-hmm. uh, I think that it would be a culmination of all of my my everything, my talent, my ambition, my drive, my enthusiasm to be in the music industry. I've never lost that. That's never gone anywhere. And everywhere I've gone, anybody that knows me knows that that's uh, a very important part of my life. And uh, it's actually a void. And uh, I think that Jay Craig, is his intention is to fulfill that. And um, mm. that is, that's, what, uh, that's what I'm still in pursuit of. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That that is happiness that I would that I am pursuing. Wow. Wow. And I mean the one thing that that you could tell somebody that would completely destroy their career if they didn't do it, what would that be? Um I I would say love the craft you don't love the business love the craft you have to love the craft more than you love anything that could possibly be generated from it mm-hmm. so don't do never never lose the love for the craft i see i hear a lot of, i see a lot of aspiring artists they want to be like somebody 
be like yourself. Be be like a hundred percent of yourself, and that's what people want. Right. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, to tell you the truth, you being a seasoned artist, doing all the things that you're doing, putting out the music, are you are you writing your own songs? Are you composing your own music? Or do you have help doing that? No, I'm doing it all, sweetheart. I'm, I'm a one-stop shop, right, you know, because, and the reason being, now I have collaborated with a couple of artists. As a matter of fact, I collaborated with a, a wonderful, talented uh, singer, and she's also a songwriter. Uh, she's part of another group on this song, Risk It All. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, uh, Tierney, her name is Tierney, and she is awesome. Uh, she's she's from Memphis, but I think she's with a group that is on the road right now, and they uh, I think they have a new uh, album that they released last year. But um, that is not my that's not my forte. Uh, and futuristically, I'm sure that I will collaborate with other people, but my ideas come from my experience and. Um, I don't know. I think that I just connect to the network when I get in my own zone uh, without any other interference. And um, that's that's how my music is created. It's, uh, I tune everything out, television, radio, uh, nothing. Just me and the universe. Hmm. Wow. And that is a commendable thing, you know. You, you're playing all the instruments, you're putting everything together, you're, you're doing everything, and I commend you for that. And, and that's an exceptional, I mean, artistry that you have within you, and it's an exceptional gift. Congratulations on that. So, what's next for you? What's in the future? What can we, what, what can we see from you in the future? Um, I want to be on tour sometime within the next year because I'm dropping the uh, final pieces of my new album uh, hopefully before summer. It's going to be late spring, early summer before I finish the whole thing. And uh, I'm hoping to uh, launch this uh, Risk It All tour. Mm. But uh, right now we're trying to to, uh, develop a buzz around that whole concept and and uh, get some people interested in it. Because, see, my concept of risk at all is if you love it, you got to show it. If, if, if it's your heart's desire, you got to be all in. Don't expect for other people to make it happen. It's got to happen from you or else it doesn't happen. Right. You're, you're so right. Wow. Wow, you're exactly right. And the motivation behind that could be whatever, you know, motivates you as as a person, as an artist. Wow. Wow. So where can people reach you? Um, my Twitter my Twitter page is I am J Craig at Twitter dot com. My Facebook page is the same, I am J Craig at Facebook dot com. Uh, we just launched a brand new website, jcraiglive.com. 
and it's wonderful. Please visit and subscribe. And my Instagram is onejcraig at instagram.com. They can reach me at any of those. Oh, awesome! I put that. I put um one of our uh, one of your links up on our page, which is going to be your main website. And uh, yeah. from there, I believe people will be able to get to all the others. Absolutely. I have just one more question for you. Okay. Just just this question. Yes. How do you handle, or have you ever had to handle, the fear of being afraid of what people may say? Oh, believe me. Uh, I've, I've I've gone through all kinds of uh, self uh, evaluation uh, sessions, uh, and I talk to myself quite often. I I try not to do it in public, but uh, I question my motives. I question my objectives. Uh, I I always ask myself questions, and uh, sometimes it's a challenge. It is. It's a challenge just to stay focused because it's so easy for someone or something to throw you off course. And I, you don't have, we don't have enough time to go into that, but that's another story about being derailed, okay, that I have. Mm. Futuristically, it'll come out. But um, yeah. you have to stay focused. Focus is, is so important. And it's easier said than done because there's everything is 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 uh offering some sort of challenge. It's about mm-hmm. everything we do offers some sort of challenge and you have to be a manager and it doesn't happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. So all I can say is that your your devout love for whatever you do will reinforce your focus because you can't have the focus without having that devotion. You cannot have it. It will not come. You have to be devoted first, and then the focus is an asset that's added to it. Mm. And I don't know if I answered the question properly or not, but... uh, I know that that is that is a key factor that I use, and the 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 uh, the, the best tool that I have in my box to keep me uh, going in the, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because it it has to be have you have to have the focus in order to to have direction to to find your direction. So. You know, all I can say is to anybody is to devote and then uh, apply focus. You know, you right. got to be, the, and then you, then the focus comes because it's a part of it, a part of devotion. And mm-hmm. uh, you apply that principle, and uh, and you you will you will find the direction that you need to go in. With those two mm-hmm. operating together. Mm. I love it. We all have something that we use to advance ourselves, to to get better at our craft, and and to 
uh, I mean, develop ourselves to the point where we really want to, or even in line with the point that we want to go in, and I think you're on the right track, definitely on the right track. And being derailed, we're definitely going to have to talk about that at another time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Believe me, you know, I I don't have enough time to talk about that, but I have a a well, I've been educated very well in that, very well. So uh, not saying that I'm I'm uh, an expert, I don't claim to be an expert or or a psychologist or any of that, but I know that you know that is is a lot of a uh, lot of the failure is based on um, people uh, losing focus, but losing focus mm-hmm. comes from a lot of other things, and uh, that you know. That in itself is just, uh, it takes, it may take uh, a a large portion of your life just trying to figure out how to manage those things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, I want to thank you, J. Craig, for being on the show, um, for doing what you do, and um, definitely come back. I need to hear about your derailment. I really do. I think people need to know about it because, you come back from that. You you didn't give up. You didn't like derail and just derail. You you derailed and got it all back on the track. <laughs> yes, yes, so, yes. And, and and I'm thankful for that. You know, I don't take it for granted. Yes, definitely, definitely. And I think people need to hear about that. So definitely, uh, get back with us and and let us know how that that kind of worked out for you. Okay. okay. Well, let's. Oh, and uh, sure, I, it's, it'll be my pleasure, and it's been my pleasure to to be on your show tonight. Well, the pleasure is always, always mine, always. I have such interesting guests. I have the best guests, and you're just you're one of my best guests. I'm telling you, everybody that's on the show um, inspires me uh, to keep going. Absolutely, yeah. wonderful. I'm being a little, I'm being a little selfish. This is this is for me. <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> Well, uh, again, you know, it's it's been my pleasure, and anything that I could have uh, suggested or offered, hopefully, it's been of of benefit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it has been. Yes, it has been. Well, thank you so much again, Jay Craig, for being on the show. And until next time, okay, you keep going, keep going. Absolutely, nonstop. Nonstop. That's right. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. You know, it's so awkward for me, and I don't know if you've noticed, it's very awkward for me to hang up because I want to keep talking, and I want to hear more, and I can't because I have another guest coming on the show. This show is so, how would I say, it's so little. It's like, to me, I could sit there and actually listen to the ups and downs of, of a person for a very long time because I, I want to listen. So a lot of times you'll hear me come on and say, oh, cool, because I'm still waiting for more. I'm waiting for them to say something else. I don't want to step on people's toes. But it's like, oh, my gosh, there's so much knowledge in all of these episodes. You've got to go back. If you're listening to us on Dream Chasers Radio, please continue to do so. Um, if you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, please continue to do so. Um, wow. 
amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, we have one more guest in the show. We're going to take a short, a short break, and we're going to go into Nova this moment. Right now, 
We're going to go ahead and go to our next guest for the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. You know, oh, my name is Ivan Train, and uh, I'm a singer, songwriter from Nigeria. Wonderful. How is the music in Nigeria? How how are you finding your, uh, or are you in Nigeria? Well, in Nigeria, we uh, we love music so much. We we uh, do different genre sound in Nigeria. We do Afro, we do hip hop, we do all uh, trap, we do all all kinds of music as far as good music. So basically, music is cool. It's dope. Tell me, I mean, you know. Everybody has a story how they got started. I don't really want to know about how you got started, but I want to know how you maintain. How do you keep up with with what you're doing? How do you push yourself? What do you do? What is your motivation? Well, uh, personally, I do it for the, I do it with the passion. Like I love music. I love you know writing. So I get motivated by what I see. Yeah. If I say if I, if I wasn't doing the music, I'd be an activist. So I just get motivated by life. Let me just put it that way because every day I get up, I know I'm going to make it. So I just get motivated off life. So that's it. Mm. Now, it says here that you wrote a song because you were having some kind of feeling about being broke and trying to make it. Tell me about the song yeah. Rain Check. Oh, okay, Rain Check was a song that I teamed up with the Canadian rapper Scott Jam. It was kind of like, I was thinking about how, how to make it, you know, and being broke, and, you know, happy hour, and we're having a Rain Check, too. So it just felt like, that's how the, that's how the song came about. So we just did it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean... I have I have heard from regular dance hall. That's what the mo- the, the, your focus is on, right? How did you get yeah. into reggae and dance hall from from being from Nigeria? Okay, um, you know, I listen to a lot of Bomali, you know, to do reggae in general because I love I love reggae music. And I, I my dad used to really love reggae music, so I learned it from my dad. So since then, the whole thing is something because the vibe was different, they were real. And I just I just took that passion and started doing I'm Afro and Patwa to reggae together. So that's how I got the whole, the whole game. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, you have a crew behind you, obviously, a crew of people who help you. What's that like to have that help behind you? Okay, um... I, personally, I don't have a crew like, uh, you know, crew of singers, it's just me, but I have friends, I have family supporting me, like they're down for me, George 100, they don't try to discourage me and tell me, look, you're wasting your time, they're just down for me, so my producer, he believes in me so much, so it's just really, really cool for me, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, and what is it? I mean, you know. So, what are your struggles like? I mean, being it is just you. Being that okay, you don't have like a big group, but you do have like some people that you do collaborate with from time to time. But what is it like being being out there by yourself? Then, um, being out there, it's it's more like a struggle. Um, 
It's like trying to create something from scratch. It's hard, you know. I co- I consider myself to be a rose that grew from concrete. Um, um, so it's it's tough coming from coming from scratch. But eventually, I know after um, after a dark night, there was always a bright light. You know, it's really brighter day. So it's tough now, but it's, it's going to be alright at the end. That's life. Always like that. What I mean has what has your faith done for you in in a time of need when you see that you need to I mean I mean in that time that you know things are just not going the way good they're not going in the direction that they should go in what has your faith done to keep you focused? Okay, um, deep inside of me, I I know that I know that. I believe in God, and I know that it's all going to work out. And uh, I've been in some situations where I'm like, I don't think it's going to work out, but I just have faith, and then it works out. And I've seen, and I've seen lots of cases where people think they're not going to make it, but they end up being the one of the best, or what are the, more like the greatest. Tupac, for example, Kendrick Lamar, those men, they felt like they're not going to make it, they're not really good enough, but they turn out to be the greatest ever to do it again. So that's where I, I, I draw my feet from. I know that one day is going to be all gold and diamond for me. Now, you know, I have, you know, I have that one person that I would believe to say that they would never really do anything in their life ever because of, uh, and this is hypothetical, this is not true. Um, of, a, of a deformity or, or or a lack of something, what do you say to those people who really want to do something in life and they have that challenge? What what would you say to them? Okay, um, I think as a human being, you should never stop trying because any no one man will remain in the same position forever. So they have to really figure it out and think about that statement and just we do something to change that position. And you should never feel like you're limited because thinking that you're limited limits you already. Thinking you're limited is only a state of mind. So the moment you start thinking you're limited, you're already trapped in your mind. So you should just think outside the box and just go for it. Hmm. I I wanted to say that because I know that there there might be people listening today that other people have told that they would never make it that they because of uh of their lack of something or because of their uh yeah. disability that they would never make it. You know, being from a different country, what is it like yeah. for those people and, and what do you and what do you say to to, to people who want to start music in your country? Um people in my country, we <clears throat> we as Nigerians and we as youth, um we're natural born hustlers. So um, I'm just going to tell them to find faith and motivation. If they can't find faith in God, they should find faith in themselves and just do it. And just put in work. Basically, that's it. You should find faith. Hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. what was it like growing up as a child if you knew? I mean, did you know that you always wanted to do music? Um, okay, that's a tough question. When I was a child, I 
wanted to play football because I was really good at football. <laughs> but then when yeah. I joined, when I yeah, when I turned fifteen, sixteen, I started rapping. I started rapping for my friends. I started loving it, and I switched to singing. So that's when I knew I was going to do it for life. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you knew that you were going to do that, and you had that yeah. focus. Yeah, how that focus definitely. Did your family help you? Did you find that the family was with you or against you? <laughs> okay, um, I had I had a very supporting family. My dad, my mom, they are very supportive of my music. My dad is like my biggest fan. He has never called me. Only asking how school has this. He's always asking about the music and what should I have. So they, they all love my music. They support me in everything I do, especially the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love You know, yeah. that's important. Very, very important that you <laughs> yeah. have that support. Sure. You know, yeah, now for, for your music and all, and all that you do for your music and you being, sure. you know, an artist by yourself doing everything, how, how long does it really take you to get something out to the public? Okay, um, how long does it take me, or how long will it take me? I mean, you know, in general speaking, how long does it take you to get what you want done, being that okay. you're by yourself? Oh, okay, yeah, um, well, I, I have, um, I have my, uh, my childhood friend, I have some kind of support from him, and, uh, he tries, really, really tries a lot. Helping me to get the song on radio, you know, getting me airplays and all that. So um, I I just told him I want to do something, and I I go to the studio, get it out, it's good. He tries to push it for me, so it doesn't really take much, but one at a time. We're taking one at a time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, that's important. Now, when yes. you when you look at your life as a whole and you see everything before you, and you see your music before you, what yeah. what are you picturing for yourself now that you've done this? This is behind you. What's next for you? Um, definitely, I'm trying to affect people with my music. Um, I, have, um, I have a lot of works coming out. You know, like, I want people to just, not just, Listen to the beat and just go there. Good. I wanted to pick the game too, so um, I'm trying to change a lot of my music from time to time and just touch people, affect, help others. So the big goal is to just make it and get other people out of the ghetto. That's my goal. Definitely, mm. that's the whole thing for me. Mm. Mm. Now, I, I mean, yeah. I have to say that you're very interesting in that. Being from a different country, obviously being from a different country, but coming and, and, and putting everything out, I, I commend you because the, the <laughs> just the sheer, you're leaving yourself open, you know, you're yeah. leaving yourself open for criticism, you're leaving yourself open for a ton of just criticism, and and how does that how does that make you feel that people now have the they have that that I don't know, that advantage to criticize you, how does that make you feel? Okay, um I always believe in um constructive criticism. So I let people 
had friends, and I've known well wishers, well wishers to just listen to my song and be like, oh, nice, or be like, man, I like this song. So when they tell me I don't like this song, I listen to it. I don't get mad, I don't get sad. I just take it like, okay, that's good. So I can work on it, I can be better. I want the other person says nice. I'm like, okay, that's great. So I, I really look forward to people telling me I don't like this song than people telling me, oh, it's nice. Because that's when I can be better. So definitely. But I know the difference between a hitter and somebody trying to constructively criticize me. So I know how to mix it up together and just become a better person. That's it for me. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, I thank you so much for being on the show. You know, and I thank you yeah. so much for doing what you do. And also for putting yourself out there Thank like you, you know you're, you're like i said you're out there and and that's wonderful yeah. that's a wonderful thing are there any Thank shout you outs you want to give to anybody you want to say all right um first of all i want to thank god for giving me the advantage you know from nigeria to, to do this interview with you guys i'm really proud shout out to you guys my 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 manager and all my close friends for believing in me and basically my fans too Love you guys. Hmm. Thank you so much again for being on the show. And Shout out to your, you too. <laughs> Thank you. Your your fans and, and all I'm sure they are going they're very supportive, you know. And uh sure. we're gonna be supporting here on Drew Chase's video as well. Will you have any updates, please let us know about it, okay? Yeah, sure. Sure. Um well, thank you so much for being on the show. And we did thank put you your information much. on our page. Right. You can go to Dream Radio on Facebook. So it's facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. And we did share your information right. and your um, and your song from uh, your album from SoundCloud. If anybody wants to get that, just go ahead and go to our Facebook page. And you can see our right. fame on our page. Yes. There. Thank you very much. Sure, call it thank you so much. All right, then. Yeah, Until you. next time. Take care. Right, All right. Oh, that's like the hardest part for me to do is to hang up. Such an interesting story coming from Nigeria, doing doing uh, the music that he does. I mean, you know, amazing, amazing. We have the best guests on the show. I know you've heard it a million times. I know, Yaya, you got the best guests on the show. I know, girlfriend. Well, whatever. <laughs> I just say it because it's true. It's true. Look at these people. Look at, look at all these people. Look at them. They're doing it. They're doing it. Not waiting around. They're doing it. So you and I, we need to catch up. That's why I'm going to go ahead and say good night or good day or whatever time you're listening to this. You can jump over to iTunes. We have over 300 episodes over there. You can jump over to anything. Just type in Yaya Diamonds Dream Cases Radio and you will get me on the Internet everywhere. We're updating our website, and yes, I'm still working on the newsletter. You know why? Because I'm a perfectionist. What can I say? <laughs> but, you guys, I have to go. I have work to do. I have to get busy and catch up with all these wonderful guests I have. I have to get busy and do what I got to do. But you you guys know what the next deal is. You guys know what I'm talking about right now. When I say continue to always what? Dare to be different, baby. Until next week, guys. All right, see you. Bye. Mm-hmm.